Welcome to People With Purpose. So many people are looking for meaning, but they don't know where to start. Imagine a world where everyone could just get their purpose out of them and then actually make it happen. I'm David Roberts and I believe that we all have a purpose and with focus and a little help, people with purpose make a difference. And this show is where these stories come to life. Now, I'm doing this podcast because I firmly believe that people with purpose make a difference. And I've spent my life to this point working out what my purpose is. And now I found it. I think it's time to to share it with others uh, and hopefully be able to inspire other people to find their purpose and ways to go about uh, bringing their purpose to life so that, you know, we can all, if we find our purpose, make a difference in the world and be happy and fulfilled. So I'm passionate about people. I'm passionate about uh, people finding their way in life um, and, uh, and, and, and seeing the looks on people's faces when they achieve um, and, and being able to celebrate in their success is something that really moves me. So this is all about sharing those, those stories. So what's my story? Well, I was born in Bristol uh, in the early 70s and I was fortunate in that uh, I, I grew up in a, um, a, lo- a loving family. Uh, so my mum and my, my dad um, they were um, they were great actually as parents. They they put up with me and my brother uh, all the usual stuff with uh, with with boys uh, probably uh, siblings you know fighting arguments all that sort of stuff. Uh, but they did a great job of bringing us up. I guess when you become a parent because I'm a parent now got got two girls um, and you, there's no manual there's no guidebook you sort of work it out as you're going along. Uh, I'm very very grateful to my parents for for what they did for me and for the opportunities that they gave me. Um, you know, when I was a, a child, they encouraged me to participate in all sorts of different kind of clubs and, and get interested in the outside world, outside the family. Um, and, uh, and then when I, uh, when I grew up and went through life, you know, they challenged me to, to do my best. And I suppose they instilled a couple of things in me, really. One is um, a, a decent work ethic you know, very much believed in, you know, you, you get out what you put in. And the other thing was that people have got something to offer. You know, everybody that you meet has got something to offer. I remember one of my uh, early experiences uh, in in school was a teacher that I couldn't get on with. And no one really liked this teacher at all. You know, she was smelly. She was grumpy. She was miserable. Um, and my mum just said, yeah, well, what's 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 the problem? You know, what's the problem with this with this teacher? Have you tried talking to her? Have you tried asking her questions? Have you tried to understand where she's coming from and what's going on in her life and and what you can do to help her? And I was like, well, no, not really. She's a teacher. She's supposed to be helping me, isn't she? But but you know, she encouraged me to do it. So I went and spoke to this teacher, and um, you know, I took an interest. I asked her about her life and I asked her what she thought of some of the schoolwork that I was doing and I must have been what six seven years old at the time Um, and it opened my eyes to the fact that you know you get into a conversation with somebody you find out about them um, and then all of a sudden you're on their level and so even in that kind of a scenario where you've got a a teacher and a student uh, and there is that kind of you know, need for respect, and there's almost like a hierarchy in that relationship. Actually, that empathy and showing that empathy for other people actually then built a stronger relationship. We 
built chemistry this the, between myself and this teacher and actually I think we both got something out of it so so yeah I think the understanding people getting to know them giving them time and getting the most out of them was a lesson that I learned very early on I also learned the importance of uh, of, of friendships and um, you know, there's a phrase I've heard your vibe attracts your tribe and I very much believe that you know you kind of attract people to you uh, by being yourself uh, and I was a bit odd in a way uh, for, for lots of people you know I did all the kind of um, uh, things that, that, that others probably wouldn't do I sort of you know learned an instrument and had to go to school carrying this kind of violin case and got made fun out of for that I was um, a Christian and um, I was uh, going to church and I got made fun out of for that and all that sort of stuff. But they were all things that were, were true to me and true to my values. And I think uh, that sort of stood me in good stead, really, being a little bit resilient to that. I also was a West Ham fan. So, you know, I didn't really get much sympathy for that either. Um, well, you wouldn't get that sympathy for that anywhere other than the East End of London, probably. Um, uh, but um, but my mum was an Essex girl, so there's a close family link there, so I can justify that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and I, I learned from all those sorts of experiences like, like we all do. Uh, music played a big part in my life. And a big part of family life. Um, so I went on from the violin to learn piano. Um, and, uh, and, and I really got a lot out of music. So that whole kind of thing about how music, uh, evokes emotion, uh, and it brings connection between people, um, again, was a very early memory for me. And when I went to secondary school, um, there's a lot of, um, uh, diversity in, in that school. It was the inner city Bristol school. So lots of different cultures and, and communities. Are coming together, um, and and I learned a lot as well from 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 that experience, you know, and and the whole kind of nature and nurture side of things, and how those two things combine, uh, respecting and understanding different cultures, uh, and uh, and again having an appreciation for the things that you can learn from from others, and and the way that other people have 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 come into the world and and, and grown up. So yeah, so the music thing to con, uh, was again, a very, a couple of very good friends of mine, uh, Joe and Tim, we started a band, uh, you know, this was in sort of 1989, the Berlin wall was coming down, uh, the world was changing, um, and I was getting into my music and, uh, and it, and it was, it was, it was a great, a great time for me, uh, went and did my A-levels at sixth form and, uh, you know, carried on the band. I went to Liverpool University. And that was another life-changing experience again, where I, I, I made some friends, and they they proven to be lifelong friendships. And uh, really, I suppose my story, from a sort of a work perspective, from a business perspective, starts when I came back, and again, my um, from when I came back from university, and again, my parents had a big part to play in that because I went to college, I had a great time in Liverpool, um, I did some studying, uh, but I also learned a lot about about life and uh, and enjoyed myself. Uh, perhaps a bit too much at times, uh, and um, and yeah, when I came home, I uh, I, I came home to to my mum and dad's house, and I sort of started living there again. And so my mum and, and dad, they sort of sat down and said, well, "What are you going to do now?" I thought, "Well, I don't know. Um, well, if you got a job, well, well, no, I've not got a job. No, no, no. Okay, so um, are you going to sign on then?" And I hadn't really thought about it, so uh, to my shame, in a way, now. But I said, "Okay, well, if, if you're going to if you're going to sign on then." Um, we'll, we'll have two thirds of that money then for, for the housekeeping. Um, and you'll need to sign on for housing support as well. Um, and all of a sudden the reality of life sort of suddenly dawned on me, which was I needed to, um, you know, get on my own two feet 
and start moving my life forwards. Because, you know, really, I'd, I'd come to an end of something, hadn't really thought about what's happening next, um, and I needed to crack on with it. And some people say, well, crikey, that was a bit harsh, your mum and dad, uh, to, 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 to say that to you. But actually, it was the kick that I needed. So I went and I, I, I applied for a job. And I applied for a job as a customer service manager in a bathroom company, got offered a different role and started there. And I started to learn that I was quite good with people. You know, I, I got quite passionate about what I did. I became quite career focused, but I led this sort of double life because I was still doing stuff in bands and, and that was teaching me things as well. You know, we were promoting gigs and, um, you know, l- you know, trying to get an audiences and, um, and, and a following and, so I was leading this double life and I was working hard at work, but I made some mistakes. So, you know, attention to detail wasn't my strong suit, uh, made a few big mistakes, actually. Uh, and that then resulted in uh, me actually getting into a bit of trouble at work. Um, and I couldn't really work out why, but I was offered a job somewhere else um, or the opportunity to leave. So, so I left. I'd always wanted to travel. Um, and so I, uh, so I sort of said, OK, well, I'll leave. I'll pick up another job. Uh, doing some uh, fixed term work and then I'll, I'll go off and travel. So I did that. Uh, this was in the mid nineties, uh, Australia, uh, you know, Indonesia, Nepal had a great time, a great year away uh, and then came back and, and then, you know, I had to restart my life again in the UK. So. I was uh, uh, fortunate enough to get a job as a as a new business controller for a packaging company, uh, and that really brought in some new learnings for me. Um, and uh, and I started to understand the importance of um, you know systems, controls, uh, relationships. Uh, developed a bit more of a commercial uh, view of of life. I uh, got some leadership development as well. So you know, the power of, of, of investing in your own personal development came through pretty strongly um, as part of uh, that job. Um, but, um, but the culture of the company wasn't, wasn't great. I didn't really feel like I belonged. Um, I, uh, I had opportunity. Uh, and in a way, it was, I, was, I was the first uh, entrepreneur uh, in, in that business. I sort of started up uh, a, a new sales channel. I started up a telesales team. I, uh, I I did a few things there that kind of um, set me apart, but I didn't really feel like I was being treated very well. So um, and I guess I still didn't really have a very clear idea of, of, of where I was going. Uh, all I knew, though, was that the culture I was working in uh, wasn't right for me. So I decided to uh, to move on. And ironically, just after I'd left, uh, the whole management team was removed. So you know, you kind of look back on these decisions that you make and you think, well, was that a right decision? Should I have stayed uh, and seen what happened? But actually what it also did was it confirmed to me that, you know, if you know something's not right, then then something's not right. And and, and you've got to, you've got to do something different and you've got to be brave enough to sort of put yourself outside of your comfort zone to do that. So I, I did, I left, I left that company um, and, uh, and moved on. I suppose the next big thing that happened to me really was was a few years later um, I joined a, a, a big building products company um, and um, and I uh, I joined there I was I was still into customer service uh, and um, I, uh, I, I I got myself into a position where I uh, you know because was starting to make some changes and uh, and do things differently and you know making more mistakes but but learning from them uh, but then I found my my first 
couple of real, what I would call, life mentors. Uh, so there was a guy there called Barry Williams who, who employed me. Uh, and he employed me because he saw me as the kind of person that could be a successor to him. Uh, he was looking to retire uh, in the not too distant future um, and looking for somebody to bring on. So he taught me again about the importance of, of interpersonal relationships, about the importance of people uh, and making sure you keep that dynamic, that team dynamic, uh, vibrant, energized and, and positive. Um, and uh, so I learned a lot from him. And there was another guy called, uh, called David Jones, who, who kind of took me under his wing, I think, a little bit. He, um, he obviously saw something in me that I hadn't quite seen in myself at that point in time uh, and, um, and said, look, I want to see you moving on moving faster and because and, and, and you've got some real capability and and he was the kind of person that would give you his time he was the kind of person that would be really honest with you about how well he thought you were doing uh, he was the kind of person that would would, would be just honest and open um, and challenging um, but would share with you uh, the things that he's learned very very openly uh, and he also was very very good at giving praise when when things went well So I hope you're enjoying this episode of of People with Purpose. I think at this point, I just want to cut in and say that um, there's something about uh, a mentor, uh, which I learned from uh, David Jones, and that was about, uh, about leadership. I think yeah he was he was he was great and he was very open and honest in his in his approach uh, but there were some fundamental principles of leadership that that David uh, ad- adopted and followed um and um and still does uh, so uh, a couple of those so 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 those competencies that he exhibited and he taught me and I learned by example was the primarily the first one is role modeling so basically he was a great role model uh, he set a great example in terms of how he um, operated on a daily basis and how he managed his time, how he focused on um, on, on priorities uh, and, and managed relationships. So, so that was that was great. He was a great role model. Secondly, uh, he built a great team. Uh, so his ability to to build a team, his ability to uh, to, to work with people, to uh, to make sure that everyone was motivated, uh, but also to challenge people, uh, as so to to really bring their best. Uh, in every day uh, meant that we were part of a great team uh, working with with him at that point in time. So, uh, so yeah. So that's number one. He was a great role model. Number two, uh, he was great at building a team. Um, number three, um, he was a um, an, an agent for change. So, uh, so he he brought forward positive changes and improvements that made a difference. We were part of quite a large corporate uh, structure, so there was a bit of top down, a bit of bottom up, and but there was a lot that was generated from from him uh, in that sense as well. You know actively pursuing continuous uh, improvement and doing that from the perspective of the market, from the perspective of the customer. Um, and and the, the, the fourth thing uh, was about creating vision. Uh, he set a really, really clear uh, direction. And every year he, he did a great job of, of, of setting direction, uh, but also uh, ensuring others were engaged in that and getting people's views and, and opinions on on that, um, and then the fifth thing really was about his, his, his emotional intelligence and his understanding of himself. Uh, he was he was very very self aware. 
uh, and uh, and he great 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 fun to be around um <clears throat> and and he knew his strengths he knew his uh, his knew his weaknesses he played to his strengths um and he and he was also uh, good at understanding other people's as well so he was able to really uh, you know motivate the team from that point of view so so that's kind of you know five key things i learned from uh, from that one and, and about, about leadership from him uh, one be a great moral role model <laughs> not a moral model <laughs> uh, be a great role model uh, two um uh, building a uh, building a great team uh, three uh, creating uh, vision uh, four uh, being an agent for change and five uh, emotional intelligence and awareness of yourself so um there you go there's great leadership competencies uh, learned from, uh, from from David, which we'll do in more detail uh, in a future episode. Okay, now back to the uh, back to the show um, and uh, continuing my story. So yes, yeah, so I got a lot out of that relationship. Um, lots of exciting projects at that company. Um, I learned again about the importance of investing in myself. I, I decided to do a master's uh, in strategic management. I was interested in strategy. I was interested in organisational development and culture, uh, and so uh, I was able to learn things on that master's uh, that I was able to apply uh, in the business pretty well straight away. So I got involved in some um, some pretty big uh, group projects on optimising supply chain and, and bringing in uh, forecasting uh, processes and um, uh, personal development planning processes. Uh, I also got involved in some acquisitions and, and, and so mergers and acquisitions became a feature, uh, integrating companies that uh, the business had bought uh, and learning from that process, uh, appointing people uh, into management teams and, um, and, and building the team that was really going to take the, the business uh, forward. You know, we're then into the um, the sort of uh, the 2007 2008 sort of period and and that business again went through quite a big quite a big change there was a uh, an acquisition that went on uh, where you saw two companies basically the same sort of size uh, coming together uh, and and I didn't really um, like the way it was going from a cultural point of view. I just felt that the values that that company had had that I'd felt really uh, aligned with were starting to to drift. Uh, so again, I made the decision to uh, to move on, uh, and that's another important lesson for me. I think if you're um, building a picture for your own life, and, and you know, generally speaking, uh, where you where you fit and where you don't, if you see something that isn't right, you've really got to make the right decision for you. So. I decided to move on and I started working for uh, Southwest Water uh, in Devon. And, and, and that's when I sort of moved from Bristol to, to Devon. Uh, I uh, picked up a, a, a customer relations uh, manager role there, uh, all very focused on customer service uh, uh, and also uh, providing service to a price sensitive customer base, um, as the Southwest Water customer base will, will, will tell you, um, uh, the most expensive water in the, in, in the country. And that's mainly because of the uh, the sewage network and the investment in the sewage network over many years that that uh, had to go in to protect the Devon and Cornwall uh, coastline. But what that meant was customers demanded value, and you know the CEO of of, of Southwest Water was very very consistent with his messaging around the fact that uh, if we uh, charge a premium price for the the products and services that we provide, we better provide. A premium service to go with that. So I was sort of lead on on customer service strategy, but I think in that uh, corporate culture I was a bit different, and and that was something that 
um, was recognised. Uh, it's a very engineering-focused business um, and um, and a lot of systemization. where I was perhaps a little bit more entrepreneurial. So um, that was recognised and uh, I was offered a role as a uh, head of business development which involved um, looking after some of the business-to-business revenue streams in that company and establishing a separate business unit uh, to to do that, but also then to identify investment opportunities. Uh, So again, I became something of an entrepreneur. Uh, I was investing in renewables. I was putting forward business cases for for, uh, products and services that were related to uh, water, water saving. Uh, The environment became more of a key uh, part of my my work life, and I learned a lot about stakeholders and keeping different stakeholders uh, informed. You know, consulting with different stakeholders, uh, and also working out how to use those relationships uh, to, uh, to to again to fulfil the purpose of the organisation. Uh, but I found that I was coming coming to the um, to, to the end of my time at Southwest Water. Although the values were right. The environment wasn't exactly perfect for me to uh, to pick up and do well. So, uh, came to twenty thirteen, I joined a company called Falk. Now, Falk's uh, a massive company around the globe, a Danish business, uh, and and lots has been said about the uh, the culture of uh, you know biz- businesses based in that part of of the world, uh, being quite uh, forward thinking, quite free, uh, quite innovative, and. Um, and so I started their business in the UK, and we went from nothing to being an eight-figure business in in two years uh, through um, organic growth, but but also through uh, a pretty significant uh, acquisition. Uh, and uh, and again, the whole thing about mentorship and 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 having a boss uh, who was also a mentor, uh, a guy called Steve Tiedemann. Uh, played a played a massive part in in influencing uh, how, how I developed within that role, uh, and also Falk was a very very values driven organisation uh, with a purpose that was very very clear about about helping people uh, and about uh, always basically being there as as an Falk's an emergency services uh, business. So so yeah, so I got a lot out of um, out of that experience as well, um, and then I got the opportunity to join New Heat. Uh, as a sales director, um, and that was all then about uh, building a culture for me, building a winning team, uh, driving growth, driving service, uh, and making sure that we've got um, leaders and and leadership at all levels across the business that can really uh, you know make a business sing. So um, I was promoted to MD then within a year of, of joining New Heat. Uh, and the founders of New Heat wanted to uh, retire. So I led the business through a management buyout, uh, working with private equity over the next few years. Uh, again, more learnings. I think um, having worked in a... Um, Having worked in a, um, a corporate environment, having worked in SMEs and having worked with private equity has given me kind of quite a breadth of, of experience from the point of view of, uh, yeah, driving growth and driving uh, profitable growth. So, you know, we've, we've doubled the profitability um, of New Heat in, in three to four years, which was, which was a great achievement, but also uh, making sure that uh, we're looking after the people um, and and making sure that people have got fulfilled job roles and uh, there's an organization there with a purpose and with a vision uh, and and then teams of people lined up to fulfill that vision um, and really that's how we unlocked that growth and how we unlocked that success for that for that business that was already a very good business 
I've got two key points to make about uh, these recent years in, in my story. Um, the first one is uh, when it comes to uh, where you spend your days, where you spend your time, uh, what you do for work, uh, it's absolutely vital that, uh, that there's that close alignment between you and the organisation that you work for. And yeah, it's got to be doing something that you enjoy. Uh, but I've always found that if I can see that really close alignment between uh, the purpose and the values of the organisation that I'm working for um, and my own purpose and values, then I'm going to be a lot happier, a lot more productive, a lot more engaged, um, and I'm going to do a much better job. So, you know, the essence of that is that is that you know, I've got a, a purpose, I've got my own values, and, and they're part of me, they're part of, uh, of, 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 of who I am. Um, and, and every organisation that I've worked for um, has, been, has been a great organisation. Uh, you know, they've all been great businesses. Um, a couple of them have, have gone into challenging times, um, and that's been a reason why I've moved on. Uh, but also, sometimes the reasons why I've moved on has been uh, more about me. It's been because you know, I've not necessarily seen that alignment, if you like, uh, between my values and the values of the business. Um, and um, I've not seen how uh, me remaining with that company um, is going to take me on towards my personal goals. And um, I call that the golden thread. So there's a golden thread uh, between, uh, you know, between your vision and your values and the vision, the values of the organisation that you work for. And it's really important to keep a clear line of sight on that uh, because I know for a fact that I do a much better job when that alignment is there. So that's the first point I want to make. Um, the second point is um, that no one does anything on their own. So this is my story. Uh, so I've been talking quite a lot about me, uh, but What's been uh, a really key element of all of this is having a great team that I've been working with uh, to deliver uh, on the successes. And I'll give you an example. So, so the team at New Heat is a great team. There are some amazing people uh, there. We went through a, a values exercise at New Heat, uh, you know, to really uh, get under the under the bonnet of of the organisation and, and what makes the organisation tick. And the values uh, we spoke to our people, uh, and um, and we asked them how it how it, how it felt to work at New Heat and and what the experience was like and why it was they they loved they, they loved it. And if there were occasions where they weren't enjoying themselves, what was driving that? Uh, to really get, um, like I say, under under the bonnet, and we identified that you know the values of the of, of the people at New Heat uh, were all very closely aligned with each other, um, and 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 that really is what brought that whole sort of tribal uh, kind of feel to that organisation, and that was something that was there, uh, you know, from from the beginning, uh, you know, way before I joined New Heat. You know, it's my job um, as the uh, MD of that company uh, to to create an environment where uh, those values uh, come to life, where people's individual uh, talents and skills uh, are, are given the uh, the space to be able to be uh, demonstrated, and people can really make a difference. But it's not just what you do; it's how you do it and how you work together. So that understanding of, of each other, what each other needs. Um, you know, from from others within the team, and what our customers need, um, and our focus on on our customer service, 
has been a key part of our success, and that's been driven by the people at New Heat. Um, and and so so my job, like I say, has been to um, to 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 you know create an environment where those great people uh, can yeah develop and can grow and can learn and can um, you know go through a journey, uh, but also to bring those key values. Uh, which you know are all about you know doing the right thing and getting things right, which are all about being empowered um, and feeling like we can make a difference, um, and also that um, you know that underlying care and concern for each other and for our customers, um, so we can uh, you know nurture those relationships and really help people to heat homes in in a better way, um, and that's all about the team. So um, so yeah, so there's two key lessons really. Uh, one. Um, You've got to make the right decision for you. Keep your eye on that golden thread and make sure that your passion um, is aligned with the uh, with the passion and purpose of the organisation that you're working for. Uh, secondly, uh, no one does anything on their own. Uh, if you want to uh, go fast, go alone, they say. And if you want to go far, go together. Um, and so, um, so the team and uh, making sure that everyone is able to give their best um, is is what leadership is all about. Um, so, so service. Absolutely key. I think um, uh, one thing that I've also uh, got a lot of a lot of benefit from is the Institute of Customer Service. Uh, I'm a vice president for the Institute of Customer Service. Service, as, as you've probably picked up, has been a bit of a passion of mine throughout my my career. And and I I, I think that you know you need to be serving people. No matter what job you do, uh, whether you're a, an, an employee, an entrepreneur, an intrapreneur, whatever uh, you are, you're working in charities, you're working in government, you're there to serve people. And uh, as as a, as a as a leader as well, you know, you know the people that uh, you have got you've got in your team, they don't work for you. You work for them. You know, your job is to create an environment to get the best out of those people. And so, so if you're not serving somebody, then quite frankly. You know, you're not doing anything. So, so service is absolutely, absolutely key. Leadership as well is is again vitally important. And um, personal leadership, from the point of view of how you show up as an individual, uh, from the point of view of, uh, of of the kind of the impact that you want to make in the world, and how you then go about doing that, uh, the role modelling that you do, um, the the way that you serve the people that that work in your teams, uh, again, is absolutely uh, crucial. And all of that really is based on on two things. One is an organisation having a vision and a purpose, uh, and two having values that are really clear, clearly articulated uh, and that everybody shares. Uh, New Heat's a tribe. A tribe of people is a a group of people. Uh, they've got a shared common purpose, a common goal, uh, and they go after that together. So all these uh, stories come into play. Um, when you're looking at life, when you're looking at people and purpose, and uh, I'm the MD of New Heat, I took the business through a management buyout and then through an exit uh, to uh, a, um, a trade sale, uh, which was uh, which happened in, in 2021. Uh, and so I'm now in a situation where um, you know I've gone full circle. I'm now I'm now an employee again, uh, and um, and so um, that doesn't change, however, the fact that uh, purpose has been a key theme throughout my life. So if we go back through, uh, we can see um, the influences on my life. So the importance of people, the importance of understanding others and getting the best out of them. Um, The kind of jolt that I got uh, when I finished university, uh, actually um, what you do is all that counts. So get on your own two feet 
and make a difference in in this world. Um, and then um, that alignment from the point of view of my own values uh, with the values of the organisation that I'm working for. You know, does the purpose of that organisation resonate with me? Um, and um, and then um, that then plays into then, okay, so what's my unique ability? What contribution can I make to this? And how can I help others to make their contribution based on their unique ability? So that's how all these things hang together. And underpinning all of this through my life has been a life plan. Having that life plan has kind of kept me on track. And uh, it's a bit like when you've got a, a, an aeroplane going on a, on a long distance flight uh, in a way, that plane is never on course, but the navigation system, it's got a, it's got a destination and an outcome in mind that it's tracking towards. Uh, and it is, um, you know, using radar to kind of gradually tweak the progress, um, and tweak the nav to, to make sure that the plane arrives eventually at the right destination on time. And this life plans have been a bit like that for me. It's evolved over time. Uh, my purpose has evolved over time. My goals have been tweaked um, and I've been able to reflect on that on a regular basis uh, and to, to tweak and adjust that. And that's kind of got me to this point. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're here with me. Uh, thank you very much for listening uh, to, uh, to the first episode of People with Purpose. And just again, why am I doing this? Well, I believe that people with purpose can really make a difference. And, uh, you know, I, I imagine a world where if people have got their purpose out of them and into a plan and actually making it happen, and that will be a better place. So finding purpose and harnessing that to inspire, empower and energise others uh, brings personal leadership and vitality to the human story. And this show is where those stories are going to come to life. So look, thank you for going on this journey with me. And uh, I look forward to uh, future episodes of this podcast where we'll explore those concepts in more detail and give practical tools and advice and more inspiring stories uh, for how you can uh, find your purpose uh, and really make a difference to others' lives. So thanks for listening and we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.